Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time of day it is, thank you for joining. Glad you are listening. Welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your spiritual life coach, Cardelia Reed. And, you know, today I really want to talk to you about everything we have is a gift. And um, I remember I first heard this phrase several years ago, and just hearing it actually made a lot of sense to me. And if I had known the things then that I know now, um, I think back then I probably could have avoided a lot of things that I was just not thankful for. So oftentimes throughout this podcast, you're going to hear me uh, use interchangeably gifts and being thankful because they're, they're basically the same thing, right? I mean, usually when you hear gift, you think someone's giving you something and all of a sudden you're thankful for it. Well, at least you're supposed to be, depending on the gift, right? Well, at the end of the day, we know that people get very excited about gifts. And usually in the worldly term, people think of gifts as being uh, a material possession. Now, I'm going to focus more on gifts being something more spiritual. Imagine that. And these are the things, because they're spiritual and they're supernatural, because we can't really see them, we really have to work a little bit harder at being thankful for them. So let's go back and start with the time that you were born. So from the time that you were born, we are given an innate sense from the Holy Spirit of love. And love is that first thing that we actually look for, for the first five years of our lives. In psychology, what is very well known is if infants are not given the proper nourishment, uh, taken care of, they're not fed well, if they don't have the type of, um, if they're not hugged or held a lot, uh, if they're left being abandoned, for example, uh, they actually experience what they call uh, abandonment. And with that comes so many psychological problems later in life if they are abandoned from their just basic needs. And those basic needs come from just feeling loved in the first five years of life. Well, just as you have that, you know, when you come into the world with your flesh, you also have that with your spirit. In your spirit, you you're, you're have this need of just wanting love and needing love. And people often associate a baby with just being love. A baby's going to provide me with love. Well, you're given that, and that's actually free. And you also have what God gives us, love from him from the second we come into this world because God knows that we come into this world to sin. And you've heard that before we come into sin, we leave out to sin no more. So that when the person is born, you've heard that, okay, you're supposed to cry. That's why they come into the world crying. And then when you leave out the world, you're supposed to leave out with a smile. Well, you know, we actually have that different right people come into the world you're smiling because you're happy about that baby people leave out you're crying because you've gotten attached to that person you love that person and that person leaves out of your life and that loss is going there's that grief and then we're crying well you deep down inside you will and you have and you did come into this world crying but when you are thankful for every gift that God has given you you will leave out of this world with a smile so that is your gift the other thing that we have when we're born is the people that God surrounds us with. Now, I've often heard people say, you know, um, my grandmother took care of me because my mother didn't. And they'd say also as my cousin or the, the closest relative or I was even adopted. And immediately when they're saying that thing, they already set the stage up for there's a loss there because I didn't experience the love that I wanted from my parents. However, the most important thing is you got the love 
that God wanted you to have from the people that took care of you. Those are the things you have to be thankful for. I've heard that so many times. Even you've often heard too where people are adopted and they, they love the family that they've come into, but they often wonder at some point in life, should they go and find their birth parents, you know, and you have to ask yourself, does it really matter? And the truth is it doesn't because you've gotten everything you needed that God wanted you to have from those uh, adopted parents, right? Well, God places us in an environment filled with the things that we need, food, clothing, shelter, love, those are the things we actually need when we um, come into this world. And those are the things we have to learn throughout life to be thankful for. Those are the people that will always surround us throughout our lives or people associated with them or closest ones of our family. I used to always wonder, why did God place us in families? Why aren't we like animals? Why, sometimes I think, why can't we just be born and just go out on our own? Well, he did that for a reason. He wants us to understand generational things, whatever those generational things are and the, um, the spiritual nature of that is the people that are surrounded by you, the ones that have things in common with you. Uh, you have a lot of traits in common, uh, physical, mental, in every area. So you have, you share a lot of things with these people. Those are things that we have to learn to be thankful for. And the last thing that I want to focus on, which, you know, once again, if I had found this out years ago, I've been good to go. But gifts of the spirit, you know, I was um, in church all my life, literally. Um, as a kid and no one ever talked about gifts of the spirit and I guess that was more in the supernatural connotations and we always focused on you know there were scriptures in the bible and then they talk about whatever message they want to share you know that would be the sermon for the day or whatever but it was a very basic understanding and knowledge of who god is and what god gives us but no one talks about the gifts of the spirit if you do a wikipedia search on that you come up with a whole lot of them some of them are prophecy, of uh, tongues, uh, ability to speak in tongues, ability to interpret tongues, ability of um, just the spirit of discernment, gifts of discernment. Um, also, you have the gifts of wisdom, the gifts of knowledge. So you've got several gifts going on. And the goal is to understand which ones that you have. Many people have more than one. So don't just try to identify yourself with one. And even as you hear this now, you're probably thinking, I have some of these. I know I do. Well, if you do a Wikipedia search, it'll go into detail as to what those gifts are and I'm 100% sure because this is what happened to me I found this out about two and a half to three years ago that um, once I figured out what gifts of the spirit even were and these are gifts that God gives us to help in um, just uh, I see the word will be gifts that God gives us to um, maintain the body of Christ that are a part of the body of Christ so we are innately given these things from birth there's something in you that's going to say, that's it. That's what you have. That's instinct. That's the Holy Spirit. So even as you read those definitions, you're going to see, okay, those are the ones that you can identify with the most. And those are the things that, you know, we are given freely. And then, you know, um, all of this is encircled by salvation, right? Because we're given that freely by Christ, the freedom to choose and the freedom to believe and to know that we'll have salvation. And that's one of the best things and of them all. And we hear that all the time in church and messages. And often that's associated with religion. Um, people often place that into what salvation is. But salvation is simply knowing that Christ is, you know, he died for our sins and um, accepting the love for Christ and to know that once you leave this world, you will be into eternity with Christ forever. The other gifts that we have that um, we often miss, and this is the one 
that actually kills everything. And that is the daily gifts that we wake up with every single day. And a simple thing is breath and life. I remember um, several years ago, there were just some things that were not working out in my life. And I truly wanted the things that I did not have. And in that manner, I just wanted life to be better in what I considered my career. And I, I just, as the days went by, I seemed to get further and further away from that. And what will happen in the morning, I wake up in the morning and I would just, I wouldn't say regret. That's a bad word. I get up in the morning and already I'm thinking, I don't want to deal with the fact that I don't have this throughout my day. So already the enemy has snuck in and allowed me to kill my day because I was feeling bad about what I did not have. And I was looking to yesterday uh, to help determine what my today was going to be like. And then not even knowing that I'm already thinking, okay, I'm not looking forward to tomorrow if that's going to happen. That's exactly what the enemy wants to do. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. If he can steal your joy, then he's done a lot for you for that day. So of course that day would get bad and it wouldn't, it would go according to my fears. But the goal is if you're up, if you're up in the morning and just be thankful for the fact that you've gotten up and you have the opportunity to make the best day that you have. You have the opportunity to make better choices today than you did yesterday. You have the opportunity to be to make a list of things that you're thankful for. I've heard so many life coaches and so many uh, inspirational speakers speak about this. It's so important to get up and be thankful for at least three to five things. And that's not very difficult. If you can find food, be thankful for that. If you can think to find food, be thankful. There are so many people on this earth that cannot think straight when they get up in the morning due to attacks on their mind. There are so many people that did not get up in the morning and they actually died. And so these are the little things that we have to learn to be thankful for. I remember I was watching a talk show and I heard a lady talk about her near-death experience where she actually died for about 45 minutes and came back to life. And people were saying that it was just a miracle. Well, in those 45 minutes, she talked about her experience and how she um, identified with some spirits that that she knew that had passed away, like, for example, her father. Well, one of the things that she said, she said she never learned to be more thankful until after that near-death experience because there are miracles that occur in our lives every day if only we look for them and know that they are there. And those are the little things that mean so much. The ability to get up and think and get out of bed and put on clothes and get food and start your day and make better choices and know that you've got life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in front of you is priceless. Because there's so many of us that do have that, that are not thankful, and we're constantly in bondage for what we're not thankful for and for the losses that we have in life. So just imagine and take a look around you right now that everything you have in your possession is a gift. You know, this is a great time that I want to take time out to tell you about um, just what the Bible says about being thankful. And if you would go to... 1 Corinthians 9th chapter 11th verse, it says, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God for the administration of his service, not only supplieth the want of the saints, 
but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. While by the experiment of this ministration, thy glorified God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and unto all men. By their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. And that will be the gift of the supernatural that God gives us. When you're getting up and you're being thankful for everything that you have, you're welcoming in the grace and mercy that God's provide us for being who we are. You're welcoming in his love. Those are the gifts that are unspeakable because the truth is there's so many things that we've done in our lives that we're not proud of that makes us human, that makes us imperfect. But the truth is we have that love. We have that gift that God gives us. That is his unspeakable gift. The grace that he gives us. That is his unspeakable gift. You know, I used to think that, and I got to be honest with you, growing up, I used to think that there was a laundry list of requirements I had to meet to receive God's gift, his gift of love, grace, and mercy. And if I did not meet those gifts, then I was not worthy of God's love, grace, and mercy. And it wasn't until I learned that God's love was unconditional and it had nothing to do with what I've done. He loves us anyway. He forgives us anyway. He gives us mercy and grace anyway. That I felt so free and I felt a burden being lifted off of me that no one could take off but him. And then it was easier to give thanks because I knew that if God feels this way about me, despite everything that I've done, then all and then why can't I just get up and just be thankful? Why can't I get up and do the things that I know God has ordained me to do? For example, enjoying his love, for example, living my purpose, loving others as I love myself, for example, loving Christ. If you have the ability to hear birds chirp in the morning or sing in the morning they're already giving thanks they've gotten up before the sun i've actually heard birds singing before the sun comes out it's amazing that they do that and i've got to tell you being a biology major i learned all about these things and why they do it but i find it still even to this day amazing that by nature they start singing and giving thanks before the sun comes up that is what god has ordained us to do that is the gift that he has given us to go about our day and to give thanks and enjoy the gifts, his unspeakable gifts that he has given us. Now that we've talked about the day, we talked about the things that you do, everything you do throughout the day, look for something to be thankful for. Look for those little miracles. Look for something extra that someone has done that they didn't have to do. Look for uh, someone walking up to you, telling you something that truly, truly meant a lot to you that you would have never in a thousand years guessed they would have told you. Look for those. Those are the little things that matter the most. Those things are the things that just always from the Holy Spirit. So the more you are hungry, say thank you. Be hungry for more that he has to show you, the more he will give you. And nothing truly happens until we give thanks. I know I gave this example before, but when Paul and Silas were captivated and bunged and in prison, they started singing and giving thanks. And then there was an earthquake and the ground shook and all of the chains came off. And that's my dear is when bondage starts to break, when we start being thankful and just giving thanks into the gifts that God has given us, even with voice as they have done. 
the last thing I'm going to talk about is at night, you know, <laughs> the ability, you know, I have written down the ability to go to sleep and you're probably thinking who in the world is thankful for the ability to go to sleep at night? Well, guess what? Somebody woke up in the morning and died and did not go to sleep that night. And you know, what's the worst part about that? The person that may have died or that did die probably didn't give thanks when they got up that morning. It is a repetitive cycle that the enemy tries to keep us in. But if you come back to your bed and sit down and lay down and go to sleep, that is something, my dear, to be thankful for. I live in Atlanta and, you know, um, I try not to keep count of who's dying on those uh, boards to sit over the interstate. But I remember just the other day I was driving and it's like February the 1st and already there have been 74 deaths on the interstate according to that day um, throughout the state of Georgia. Now that's a lot more than there are days in the month and that's actually more than double. So that's telling me on average about two point something people were dying per day once this year came in and these are the people that most likely did not go back to their bed that night they probably went to a hospital bed and died there so I'm going to tell you you have a lot to be thankful for if you can go back to your bed and go to sleep now I know I'm going to attack this because I, I know there's some things that you're probably thinking when it comes to depression and things like that there's some people that don't want to come back to their bed and go to sleep well that's the enemy um, we know that God does not feel like the way depression Depression makes us feel. Be able to recognize that in your life. And I encourage you, if you are experiencing depression and don't want to uh, live anymore, to uh, ask for God to give you the ability to reach out for help. Matter of fact, I'm going to believe right now that we break any era of depression oppression or bondage or attack on your mind we bind those and release it back to the enemy in Jesus name because that has no 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 absolutely no authority in your life like I said before the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy so when you wake up and you're giving thankful when you giving thanks when you go to bed at night and you're thankful you've already broken off his ability to try to steal your joy those are important. And then you you absolutely are in that warfare of um, warding off his ability to even try to attack you throughout the day. OK, so you're placing yourself into the supernatural area of receiving God's unspeakable gift. OK, <sighs> um, you know. I just want to tell you thank you for for listening today and that I'm thankful for. The audience that I have is a gift to me. Everything I have and surrounding me is a gift to me. So I want to thank you for that. And that's right. Speaking of thanks, right? And I'm going to tell you, you can reach me at podcast.cardelia.com. Send me an email, love at cardelia.com. Check out my YouTube channel, um, Cardelia Reed, that's R-E-I-D. I am on Google Play and Stitcher, and we're still working on iTunes. We'll get there very soon. But um, I definitely want you to get the most that you can out of these messages. Uh, make the best that you can of them. You will be blessed. And what I read to you, 
was an excerpt when I first started from a book that I'm working on called The Little Diary of Supernatural Inspirations. And that is a daily journaling of my life throughout the past several years. And these are inspirations that God used to push me forth throughout the day when the enemy was coming to steal my joy. And I'm actually hoping I can be done with this book very soon. But one of the first pages you will find is that everything that we have is a gift. Thank you for listening in today. If nothing else, remember Jesus loves you and so do I. We'll see you next time.